Hey guys, it's Brooke Eagle here with another episode of the Forsyth Mags podcast. And today I am so excited to have Joan and John from Woodard and Company. Hello. Hey, hey Brooke. Hey, Brooke. How are y'all doing today? Great. Good. It's good to be here with you. Yeah, thanks for coming to chat. So Woodard and Company, I have a little brief, a brief history about you guys. Over 800 million in management since 1985. That is extremely impressive. We've been fortunate, and uh, we've got a lot of wonderful clients and great people that we work with, and, and have worked with uh, some people for more than 30, 35 years. So. Wow. So tell us, um, each of you, tell us what got you into the, the financial investment world. Oh, wow. That's reaching back. Um, my mother's first husband was actually had a seat on the New York Stock Exchange, and he was a uh, he joined the military in World War II. He's a captain in the Army. He's Jeep was blown up, and uh, anyway, but but as as while she, as she raised me, she uh, always we would do the uh, Wall Street Journal and look at the stock pages, and she just kind of she kind of taught me what he taught her, and and uh, that's how I, that's how I got the interest, and then um, then I had the opportunity in the late nineteen seventies. I started with E.F. Hutton. It's Do you a, remember E.F. Hutton? No. no, you're too young. No, it's, it's a, when E.F. Hutton talks, people, people listen. Yeah, that's right. It was a. It was one of the main Wall Street brokerage firms. Ah, okay. And so I, I started with them, and then um, I, I was not comfortable with uh, brokerage and commission um, uh, brokerage and that that way of delivering investments. Uh, and so I started uh, in 1985. I started Woodard and Company. And we're a registered investment advisory firm. We, we there's no commissions. It's just it's, it's fee only asset management. So we have discretionary on the 850 million or so that we manage. We, we it is it is all discretionary management. We mm-hmm. we direct the uh, daily investment of, of the funds. So that kind of means we're on the same side of the table with the client. Yeah. If they do better, we do better. If they don't, then we don't. Yeah. And that. there's no, we don't take anything from any investment company. It's totally conf- no conflict of interest. Yeah. So if somebody gives us $500,000, we're managing. If we grow their money, if we're charging a flat fee um, and there's more money to, you know, charge flat fee. You know, in other words, as, as assets go up, we, we make more money. Yeah. So. Yeah. So your their best interest is your best yeah. interest, and we have no conflicts of interest. Yeah, yeah. So what got you into the finance world? Um, I'm a CPA, so I st- my background. I started out you know, working CPA firm, doing taxes, audits, those kinds of things, and then um, we moved to Winston, and I was controller for Douglas Battery way back when there was a Douglas Battery here, and then after we got married, um, a couple of years later, I went to work with John. Joan, Joan primarily specializes. We do we design and implement 401k plans for businesses, and her one of her specialties is the 401k uh, platform, and um, you know, developing a plan you know, a plan for the biz that meets the needs of the specific business and so yeah. forth. Yeah, so you guys have been working together for many many years. What's yeah. it like working with your? I started spouse? with oh, him in '94. It's great, <laughs> and yeah, we've been together since 1981. So yeah, wow. yeah. So the bulk of your marriage, you've been working together. A yeah. lot of it. A lot yeah. of it. Yeah. Well, we live on a farm too, so we work. We work I mean, together we work on the farm there too. too. Yeah. So that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, we've raised beef cattle. We grow corn, soybeans. You know. We, oh, so yeah. do you have cattle right now? I've, I've sold them. We may. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just sold them a few months back. So, oh. but he still grows corn and soybeans, yeah. and we have horses. Yeah. yeah. It was a good way to raise our son there on the farm. You go. Yeah, we got about two hundred fifty acres now. Wow, so. yeah. that's awesome. 
So let's talk a little bit about your community partnerships. Salvation Army and the Davy Foundation. Tell us about that. Well, um, we believe strongly in both of them as you know, Salvation Army goodness, the wonderful work that they do. Um, we used to every year have an annual get together for our clients and it had just grown to be so big that that was getting hard to do. And then uh, two years ago, we decided to, instead of spending the money on food or whatever, we would donate that money to the Salvation Army oh. in honor of our clients. And we have such good clients. I mean, they we're very blessed to have just this wonderful group of people to work with. And it's kind of grown from there. We were partner with their Hands and Hearts Luncheon and um, hope to continue that partnership. And then also the Davie Community Foundation. We live in Davie County. Um, several of the folks in our office do, and we've been very active with them and a Sounds and Summer supporter and sponsor, and uh, they do just great work in our county, and, and you know, being a smaller county, that really makes a difference, and we just feel like we've been very blessed, so we want to share that blessing with We, we also support a lot of the, the charitable work of our clients. Our, our clients come to us with, with various interests and in, in yeah. entities that uh, – and we, we typically support that they're yeah. passionate about. Yes, so, yeah. We just feel like, I mean, we're, we're all about our you know family. We're very family-oriented at our office and our community and being responsible community citizens, and that's part of it. So. Yeah. So if you are a beginner in the investing process, what are, some, what are some questions that you often get asked and what is some tips and advice that you would have for a beginner? Um. Well, our, our, our motto our, our, you know, is, is always buy quality and diversify, mm -hmm. um, and it's, it's true. Um, n nobody knows, um, you know, what, nobody knows what, what's going to be the best performer. We may have a good sense. We may have a good direction. Uh, we use, for example, we'll, we'll use uh, body of work, uh, modern portfolio theory, uh, efficient frontier theory. There's, there's folks like uh, Merton Miller, Rex Sink, Phil, uh, Harry Markowitz. He's got uh, William Sharp, two of them are Nobel Prize winners in economics, and they've evolved uh, a, a discipline, if you will, on on asset allocation and investment portfolio uh, management. And so I would tempt generally, if, if I was just going to help a do-it-yourselfer, and, and we do that quite often, I would uh, I'd give them a little background on uh, on the various disciplines and, and, and what might be an appropriate allocation for them. And then uh, we'd make recommendations for, for how they might allocate. Because, you know, some, if they're a do-it-yourselfer, they might go to uh, Schwab or, or a TD Ameritrade or a firm like this to, to do discount brokerage. In a lot of those places, you can trade for free now. Um, there's, there's no transaction charge for a lot of their, their in-house funds. So um, um, I, would, I would encourage folks, though, to, you know, get Kiplinger Magazine, Money Magazine, do a little – if you're going to do it yourself, do a little research, a little understanding. But, but truly, um, so many people, they want to make a lot of money. They want to make it fast or easy. And That's so, not how it works. And it's, it, it doesn't work that way. You know, you see this the GameStop thing, you know, that, that – you know, it's it's really kind of a you know a lot of folks are getting together to to run this stock up, but the fundamentals aren't there. They don't back it up, and and somewhere, um, you know, somebody's going to get a pretty serious haircut. A lot of somebody's are. Um, you're better off uh, if if you use traditional methodologies and, and apply certain disciplines and 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 work in a, in a very diversified approach. Because mm -hmm. um, if you you know. 
we all know that um, you know Krispy Kreme makes great donuts, but you know they, if you bought their stock at one point, you know, twenty five years ago, you, you you made a bunch of money, and you know they expanded out, and then it contracted down to nearly nothing. And, sure. and you know, I mean, it's it's just that if diversification is important. Yeah, and, don't and, put all your eggs in one basket. Right. No. Right. And a lot of people they think that's their their concept of risk. But if you're diversified and, and you're in a, in, a, in a broader market portfolio, markets go up and markets go down, but it's not like all 500 S&P companies are going to go bankrupt. I mean, you know, if, you're, if you're well diversified, you, you'll, you'll weather the storms and uh, yeah. it's a better approach. Yeah, If somebody comes in to talk to us, that I mean, that's the first thing we do is try and figure out where their risk tolerance are. And, and that's a lot based on age, I think. Too, age right? and... Um, you know, what assets you may have or just how you feel. If peace, if you have no peace of mind, if your money's in the stock market, then you don't need to be in the stock yeah. market. Well, I mean, it, it, that's a big part of it. You learn who you're talking to and what their goals are and, and fit it, it to match them. You, yeah, and you also do what they want you to do. Like we had a, a one of the top NASCAR drivers that we managed money for, and, and he was like, hey, I take enough risk. Uh, yeah, we thought he'd be a pretty aggressive investor. <laughs> And he said, no, I take enough risk on the on the track. He said, I want to be pretty conservative with this. Huh. So, and you know, he was a fairly young guy. So, you know, it's just you, you do what the what the client wants. Yeah. And we've got some that are eighty or ninety that want to be Aggressive. all in the stock market. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so you really you got to rein them in a little bit. Yeah, yeah you yeah. you never know, but you yeah. fit it to to that person. Yeah. And then one of the other things too, if it's somebody that's a new investor. You kind of hit on, but the explaining the difference between a commission broker or do it yourself or what we do where it's just fee based. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't know how whoever you're dealing with is getting paid, then you know, you may be paying more than you want to. Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of that is about trust too. Mm-hmm. I think you guys are a small local company, and that's who I would prefer to work with over. Well, I'm definitely not going to do it myself because it's out of my wheelhouse, but. My thought is always hire a professional. <laughs> Somebody can always <laughs> probably knows how to do it better better than I well, do. Well, John uses yeah, that. Ex- that. <laughs> John uses the example a lot when he's talking to people. You know, you could fix your car, you could paint your house if yeah. you want to do that, or you could do this too. But you, you know, if you but, don't want to do it, but you have you have no conflict of interest. You have what's your best interest with your money. So if you do it yourself, there are tools you can use, like you know, the TD Ameritrade or the. Schwab's this type of thing. So there are great tools out there if you want to save the the management fee. Yeah. You know, we like to, you know we we add we believe we add value because of of our our we're tactical. We do tactical asset allocation. So we we use the disciplines uh, you know modern portfolio theory, but then we we try to be forward looking and tactical and saying okay this is our expectations for the economy. We you know, let's say the government's printing a lot of dollars. Well, that more dollars you print, the less a dollar's worth. Yeah. And so, what what investments would uh, would be appropriate in, you know, maybe uh, uh, sovereign debt of foreign nations denominated in the currency unhedged, um, and that way that as as those currencies uh, rise versus the dollar, you know, you make money in the, the yield on the bonds, but you also make money in the uh, underlying currency hedge. So mm. unhedged, excuse me. So, who is your ideal client? Who do you guys work with? Is it? All individuals, businesses, a mix of both? A mix. Okay. We do, we have, you know, we do um, 401ks for businesses. We do uh, tr- We do a lot of trusts. Um, we, we manage money for two foundations. Uh, we, we do a lot of, you know, a lot of individual accounts, uh, IRAs, Roth IRAs, uh, IRA rollovers, you know, people, people who uh, 
separate from service where they've worked for years. Uh, they've, they've saved a lot of money and in, in, uh, typically in their, their retirement account. They roll it over and we manage it. There you go. But we, we also, we can manage money inside of plans uh, quite often. Uh, our custodian is an institute, Fidelity's institutional arm. And uh, for a lot of, a lot of businesses who, who uh, use Fidelity, and a lot of large corporations, you know, Fidelity is the largest provider for 1K plans in the country. Um, and anybody that, not anybody, but many that custody, uh, since we custody there, we can, we can manage and they can stay in their plan in, in many cases. So. Oh, so they don't have to switch to, no, they, they don't have to roll it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for retirement funds, if you're, what are some tips that you would have for somebody in their thirties or in their forties or for the different age groups of how much they should be saving? Save as much as you can. Obviously. Pay yourself first. That's yeah. what we always say. Pay yourself first. Yeah. And usually, well, I'll take the early, and you can <laughs> usually, because uh, that's one of the things in 401k plans, we educate the employees about how easy it is. If you start if you start early, you don't have to save as much because of compounding interest. It grows, you know, and it can make such a huge difference. And, and you can just be putting, you know, $50 a month or something, and, and then by the time you're 65, you've got a huge nest egg. Yeah. But that's one of the, we get it excited about teaching people that you know you start early pay yourself first and it makes a huge difference and and, and obviously if you're saving up money uh for, for near-term purchases a house or car or whatever you know you, you probably don't want to put that in into the market and have it you know have the fluctuations but if you're saving money in your retirement plan and and you're 30 years old and you don't you don't plan to retire for another 20 30 35 40 years then you can be typically more aggressive. We know that stocks have outperformed everything, diversified portfolio of, uh, of equities. And, and, and over 50 years, you know, stocks have returned about 10% a year. Uh, nothing else has really beaten that uh, over the long term. And so it, it makes sense to, to probably wait more towards that. But it is, the, once again, diversification because, you know, you could, you could have put it all in. You know, we had Oakwood Homes here. Um, you know, it's not here anymore like it is, as was. And, and that stock, I think for – for 20 years, it returned something like 40% a year. One of the best stocks you've ever seen before they went, before they went out. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and so if you had all your money in it, you, you did great for years. And then, you know, it's just, if you're diversified, the S&P has done uh, 10% for the last 50 years. So if, if you did nothing but the S&P, you're in 500 of the largest, best companies in America. And, and if you're invested, you know, if you think about it, you know, if you buy a piece of real estate or you buy something else, you know, you, you may not have liquidity. It's not easy. Just You can't just run out and sell it. You can buy a company like Procter & Gamble. They make Crest toothpaste. They make Tide detergent. You can sell it five days a week during the market hours. You can, you can sell it. So here you got, you've got a company with some of the best management in the world. They, because they're, they're such a fine company, they can recruit and retain the best and the brightest minds from the business schools. They have, they have the... Um, the resources to to acquire, you know, their their product line, you know, once again, Crest, Tide, they, the best products in the world, uh, and they're, they're products that people use no matter what the economy does. You know, they're, they're yeah, consumer consumer yeah. staples. So you can have, you can own these companies, uh, and it's really not very speculative. Yeah. You know, Johnson and Johnson, they make Band Aid, they make uh, Tylenol. We will always need those things. no matter yeah. what the economy's doing. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. have to have. And so things. you can uh, you can actually be if you buy stock in them, you're an owner of these companies, and so and you can build a diversified portfolio of very high quality companies 
and or or you can buy an index like the S and P or, or something. Else. And, and uh, it's it's kind of hard to go too far wrong over the long term. Yeah, you know, it's just it's just the short term. What's going to happen in the next thirty, sixty, ninety days, six months, year? You know, who knows? I mean, it's, and it's not really important. No, over the long term, it's, it's, it's long, not that it's important. Yeah. yeah, if you especially if you consistently, if you're say with a, with a retirement account, if they're taking money out of your check every every couple of weeks or whatever, you're in, you're investing, and over the long term, it's, it's kind of a dollar cost averaging, and you buy more shares when it's cheap, and you, you know buy few shares if you're investing a straight line amount, yeah. and you actually end up it's it's uh, you, you get a lower price than than the market. Yeah, you know, average with dollar yeah, cost averaging. I think I think it's that's a good point that people. You know, it is a long-term thing. If the market is really bad or really good, don't make any rash decisions. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you gotta, you know, you're exactly right. Be patient, wait it yeah. out. Yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah, my parents instilled the savings in me from a from a young age. So I think I was yeah. 18. No, I think I was 16 or 17 when I started my uh, retirement That's account. Good. Were That's you, great. Are you 18 now? Or? <laughs> yeah, I had my 18th birthday last week. <laughs> yeah, so you talked about who your clients are. So do you guys have any sort of um, minimum or specific that people need to meet to be a client of yours? Yeah, $100,000 minimum. This, we've, we've, we've kept it at that. We've talked about raising, but we've, we've kept it at that for our entire you know, time frame where we've been in business. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that yeah. kind of allows you to work with it, it a diverse yeah. range of people. It does. Yeah. So we talked about this a little bit before we started recording, but tell us about your radio show history. <laughs> okay. um, Glenn Scott was at WSJS 600 AM in Winston-Salem. He's, you know, he, he used to be at Channel 12, the weather guy in the 70s. And, ah. uh, yeah. And he uh, he started in the 80s um, and is, is the host of the morning show. And um, um, uh, my associate that I work with, Dr. Hungerford, um, uh, had called into the show one time. This is in, in 87 when RJR was getting bought out, or 88 was, anyway. And uh, he was trying to help folks because he always did, to help do-it-yourselfers to, to, to navigate the, uh, the process and everything. And, and um, Glenn invited him to come on. And then, uh, um, then he said, you know, have, then, you know, I was part of it, and I, and I wasn't crazy about being on the radio, <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you. But um, eventually, you have a great radio voice, though. Really? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, eventually, it evolved into uh, a weekly show where we would we just sit it was in an, an hour long, an hour long talk show. And we, wow. You never know what and, you're going to get. And what we fun. did, we just tried to help do it yourself investors because we think that, that, that we think there's two ways. We think you can hire somebody without a conflict of conflict of interest, or you can do it yourself. And there's wonderful tools out there with these no load funds. Uh, you you can I mean, you can do like Vanguard is a not for profit mutual fund group. Uh, the only other one is uh, what the Teachers T I W A Craft, the Teachers Investment Annuity Association, College Retirement Endowment. Anyway, um, <laughs> and so so the costs are so low, and it's just such a you know they've got they've got S and P indexes, all kinds of stuff. So there's terrific tools, but then there's a lot of folks that. Um, I think we have probably five, six, seven Harvard MBAs that we manage money for. Oh, wow. And their wives will sit there and they'll say, uh, you know, he knows what to do. He knows what he should have done. And, <laughs> and she said, but he always does the wrong thing or something like that. And, and But anyway, we, we manage money for just a variety of folks and for a variety of reasons. Yeah. Um, and it's 
but but doing it yourself. So so our radio show really was around helping people do it themselves. And we talked about no lead mutual funds. We also talked about individual stocks that um, different people might consider for different reasons. Mm-hmm. But also tried to help people, you know, how to set up a, a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA or or, or also we talk about the um, um, five eight. Uh, the 529, uh, 529 plans, plans for, for a tax question for college uh, to, to, for parents can put money in 529s to save for for college and the money grows tax free oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's all kinds it of was, different things it and was that's a little what, bit of everything that's what the radio show was it wasn't really talking about what we did it was talking yeah. about what people could do themselves well i love i think that speaks wonders for you and your and your business that you have a passion for helping people even do it themselves um you know, that you're not just pushing them to come to you, that there's there's other options as well. There is no hard sell at yeah. Water to Hill. Everybody <laughs> walks in the door. We, we, first thing we offer them, say, hey, look, if you want to do it yourself, we'll, we'll help you. We we have a few handouts and, and we'll we'll talk to you and, and so forth. I love but that. It, yeah, but if you want if you want somebody, if you don't feel like, you know, changing your oil, painting your house, if you want to, if you don't feel like managing your money, um, we'll do it for you. Yeah, because it could be a full time job. I mean, if you if you wanted to put yeah. the yeah effort into it, it is for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we have some clients that when they first come, you know, they'll give us an account and then they'll have another one on the side fun, that they are account. doing them, themselves, yeah. Yeah. and they'll call and ask John about yeah. that. But usually, what happens is eventually they're like, "I don't want to do yeah. this." And yeah, they quite do often, this. especially the older they get. Yeah. 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 It's a fun little hobby, maybe, mm-hmm. but then yeah. eh, let's leave it to the professionals. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. We have a couple more minutes, but so tell us where your physical location is, how we can find you guys. Okay. Um, first, we, we started out in Renolda Village, uh, above oh. the toy store. Okay. And uh, we, we then we <laughs> bought a house in Old Salem. We were in the clockmaker's house. We, really? Yeah, yes. we had fun with that. That was great. <laughs> My grandfather was born in Old Salem. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay, we're, we were right down buses. across from Mesda, down the foot of the street. Oh. Uh, first, the first house Frank Horton uh, did when, when they Restored. started the rest- restoration mm-hmm. of Old Salem. And then uh, we we moved to uh, 150 South Stratford Road. We're we're in we were in fact we were right across the hall from Merrill Lynch at one time, <laughs> uh, which was fun. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, it was. And um, uh, then we uh, we actually built our own office out uh, in Kinderton, uh, across just across the Yakin River and Bermuda Run. And um, beautiful area. Yeah, and mm-hmm. we can control security there. There's a lot of things that we like, and and any more. You know, you don't want to have a, a cleaning crew come in that you don't know this time. I mean, it's, Clients it's, pull right up to the door. And, yeah, and, know, and, and the, yeah, the data is all protected and locked and, and this kind of thing. So, yeah, so we're... Uh, and we're, we have, like, one stoplight between our house and the office. So yeah, that's convenient. That's, yeah. 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 yeah, that's important. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Davy Count, yeah. Yeah. Advanced Bermuda right near, area. Right near the beautiful Windmock. Yeah, you're yes, away, yeah same, they're in our development. same development. And we're yeah. right across mm-hmm. from Bermuda Run Country Club. Yeah. 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 Awesome. That's a great area. And website is www.wcamg.com. All right. And do you have social media? Yes. We're on Facebook. Okay. And um, a little bit of Instagram. Not much. But. Yeah. It's, it's a necessary <laughs> evil, that mm-hmm. the social media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it has been a pleasure chatting with you, too, and learning more about Woodard & Company. So you said, say your website one more time for anybody who's interested. www.wcamg.com. All right. And we, you know, if anyone wants to give us a call, John gives out a lot of free yeah. advice all the time. Lots of free advice. Yeah. I like yeah. it. <laughs> well, thank you again for coming to chat with thank me. You, thank you. 
And as always, you can find Forsyth Mags on social media as well, at Forsyth Mags, ForsythMags.com. And that is a wrap for today. The views and opinions stated on this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors or hosting companies. This podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without expressed written consent of Forsyth Magazines Incorporated. Ooh, that's a mouthful.